Havila Cunnington, and this is Havila's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. Today we're going to look at owning our words. Now, as somebody who's not very verbal, it was really hard for me to talk about this. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Clearly, this is like a real thing. And this was something I really had to go to work in my own spiritual life to monitor my words, what I was saying. You know, many of us, we don't use a lot of words, but then there's others of us that use a lot of words. And it's not really about that spiritually. It's not how many words you use or how little words you use. It's what you're actually saying over your life that's critical to your own spiritual world. So I really want us to look at the idea that our words create the world that we live in, the worlds that we live in. So again, what you actually are thinking comes out your mouth. And we can find out exactly what's happening on the inside of you by what you're saying. But I didn't really understand this until I went deeper into the word and I began to understand more about why this is so critical. So in the book of Genesis, we find that God creates everything, right? He creates the earth and the animals and Adam and Eve. And you find that there's a full chapter on creation of just all these elements that he's creating. But what you understand is that God, even himself, didn't think something in creation. He spoke something and created it. And we are created in his image, which means the way that our spiritual life works often is connected to either something he taught us or really how we are, we're somewhat, I don't want to say we're God because we're not, or little gods, but what I am saying is that we're created in the image. We look like God. We are created like God. And so what's critical to understand is that our words hold a lot of power, just like our father in heaven used his words to create things. He allows us to create things with our own words. If you look at that scripture that says that there's life and death and the power of the tongue, if you go deeper into the Greek, you'll actually begin to understand that life and death isn't just life and death like a single word. It actually means living and dying. So what it actually means in the Greek is what you say. If you say something with life on it, maybe a spiritual thing or something God wants you to say, guess what? That's going to continue to live on way after you remember saying it it's gonna to continue to live. It's the same thing with things of death or critical or fear, whatever it is. When we say it, the Bible actually says it's it's dying words, which means it holds on to things. I think about that in my own life. I remember many, many years ago, I was coming into serving Christ with my whole heart and beginning to be in ministry. And I went to this small little town of Weaverville in California. If you're in the Bethel world, you'll know a little bit about Weaverville. But I went there to speak to a youth group one night with my sister, and there was a man there who owned a mechanic shop. His name was Chris Valentin. And he was hosting us that night. And so we went and ministered to the young adults, like the teenagers. And then how old am I? I'm calling them young adults. That tells you how old I am. Teenagers. And I go out to dinner that night. And while we're sitting at the pizza place, I'm telling Chris about my past and how I have learning issues and I'm not very educated. And, you know, I really fight a lot of fear. And he says this to me, 
that's funny. You seem rather intelligent. And when he says it, I had one of those moments where I, ha- I don't think I had realized that no one had ever directly looked at me my entire life and used the word intelligent with me. And when he said it, my eyes filled up with tears and I could barely keep it together. And he just kept going. He like or gets more pizzas, talking to other people. And I am crying in this booth because the power of his words, it like created something in me that needed to be acknowledged. And once he acknowledged it, it was like a fire in me. It gave me permission to be me. Think about our own words. You know, sometimes we're waiting for other people to say things over us so we can have permission. And what I believe is it's very important that we say things over ourselves. It's not arrogance. It's faith to say, I believe God's going to do this or I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So our words are very, very powerful. And, um, you know, some of us, I think, are core fear about our words. And we talk about words. And anybody, when we start talking about words, you got kind of anxious and thought, oh, no, I don't want to talk about words. I think the core belief is that we sometimes believe that we've done too much damage with our words. Like we're, it's beyond repair. I've said this, I've gossiped about this, I've criticized, I've screamed this, I've said this to my kids, my spouse, somebody, and it's beyond repair. And as I thought about that kind of core fear that we sometimes can have, I was reminded of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse three. This is the message version, but it says, God, your God, will restore everything you lost. He'll have compassion on you. He'll come back and pick up the pieces of all the places where you were scattered. I think about that that truth. The truth, the message of our heart is that God will restore everything we've lost. And that's critical when it comes to our mouths because sometimes we think, I've said too much, I've told too much, my mouth is just out of control and God's like, listen, if you, will, if you will surrender this part of you, that the word you're saying is living in death and not just saying what you want to say, but saying things that hold life, guess what? He'll restore the fallen words. He'll interrupt those fallen things that we've said or criticized or used against us. Another thing you can do too that I've done in my own life is when I know I've said things that are still living in a bad way, like they're continuing on, I'll try to interrupt them by either repenting. That's a great way to interrupt your words, is to actually go to somebody that you said it and say, hey, guess what? I'm aware that the words I said could are probably very hurtful, or I said them in anger, but I want you to know that I, and then I will say the truth, I love you, I'm for you, will you please forgive me? And what you're really saying is, will you release me from these words having life in our relationship? It's very critical. Another thing you can do is when you say something, not just repent, but make a commitment to yourself. I am not going to say this anymore and really make that commitment and find a way out. So I used to many years ago, love gossiping. I mean, I was always gossiping about this person and that thing and talking. And I found that I was very convicted about the way I was talking about people, but I couldn't get out of it. I'd be in these friendships where we would, that was what we did. We would go to have a meal and then just bring up people and talk about them. And I remember me wanting to get out of it. And the Lord told me, I want you to get a plan. So when you go have coffee with this person, I don't want you to go find yourself isolated. I want you to be able to interrupt yourself. So I remember uh, the first couple of times I would be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm so, and I would begin to like change direction or say something like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's where I want. I don't really want to talk about it and just shut it down. And what I find in our own lives is sometimes we're better if we shut it down. One other thing too, if I find that I'm going to say something in anger and frustration, I'm allowed to take a time out 
you are allowed to take a time out and say this, I don't wanna say anything I'm gonna regret, so I need a few minutes to gather my thoughts so I can say something that I wanna say. And I don't know very many people that won't allow you to take those few minutes because they know that words are powerful and they can either hurt or heal, depending on how we use them. Um, so God wants to restore everything we've lost, even the words that we've used that have hurt others around us. So here's your five declarations this week I want you to think about. The first one is, God is restoring everything I've lost through my words. I want you to declare that. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, God, I believe you're going to restore everything back to me from the, the things I've lost because of the things I've said, whether that's a broken relationship through gossip or criticism, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's something you said to your kids. I want you to begin to declare that I'm taking ownership. Secondly, I trust God through my words. God, listen to my voice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you by the words that I say over my life. Use your words as a weapon for the kingdom of God, not just as a place of defeat. Thirdly, my words create my world. And I know you're like, what does that mean? I really want you to think about just looking at yourself and saying, hey, my words, Havala, your words create your world. What kind of world do you want to live in? God, I want to live in a world that believes you, trusts you, hopes in you, and begin to declare that. Um, another core belief, and I think conviction we can say is, I speak life everywhere I go. I'm a I speak life everywhere I go in my marriage and my family with my coworkers and my church. I speak life, and if it doesn't have life in it, I'm not going to say it. And I really want you to be clear on that. And lastly, is this: I honor God by the words I say. I honor God by the words I say. And begin maybe even making that your mantra for the week. This is how I'm going to do it. I love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God is trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time.